Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. I don't know how I want to open this. Open it up with Harold's Kagome. Kagome! (laughs) That's exactly how you want to start this out. Gosh. Uh, Welcome, everybody, to the Animation Station Podcast. It's our second week of Toonami, and you know what that means, what does that mean, Oh, Josh? yeah, Hannah's here. Hey, guys. <laughs> so. Oops, I'm Josh. I'm Hannah. And uh, today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite animes. And probably one of mine, too. Mainly because it was on all the time for like seven years straight in Uyasha. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It was on that for that long, it wasn't was, it? it was, yes. It, you got to see at least every episode of Inuyasha at least four times in its entirety. Yeah, because it's like, I think I went through like waves of like, I watched like like the first three seasons and then kind of after that, I think. I so lost... your interest went down, down. Let's not yeah. go back to the fallout boy thing, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was one of those shows that I would probably like Inuyasha and Sailor Moon would probably be like the two big ones that I would say that really got me into anime. Gotcha. Um, and before we really kind of get into this episode, uh, this episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Funimation. Use uh, the link in the description and get two weeks of free anime on the Animation Station podcast. So you get to get that, watch some anime, you know, fun things there. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by Otaku Bots. Um, you can go to the website or just click the link in the description. Use code ASP10 at checkout and get $10 off your first two boxes of a Taku box. We'll hear a little bit more about them later on in the show. So, Hannah. Yes, Josh. Inuyasha. Yeah. Well, how's it been? It's been a while. Has it? Oh, it has. It has been a while. It's, <laughs> been, it's been a hefty while. <laughs> it has been a hefty while between like me adjusting to new job mm-hmm. and... Me adjusting to losing job. Uh, yeah, or well, yeah, giving not really up losing. job. Yeah, quitting job. Quitting is job is a better thing. Yeah, so like me leaving my old nightmare of a job, starting something new, and we're all starting something new. All starting Everybody's something new. Starting something I think new. yeah, it's like tis the season that like everybody is starting something new right now. So yeah, it has been a has been a little while since we've gotten to see each other. Much less get to record together and hannah you've been watching uh avengers endgame a lot i know i know oh how well you do not know me (laughs) (laughs) no yeah sorry there's no avengers endgame love lost between the between either of us Um, it's been long enough i think we can spoil avengers endgame i think it's been long enough so everyone thor gets fat there you go Everybody lives. Every, well, <laughs> almost everybody almost lives. Almost everybody lives. But that's just like going into it. It's like, how can that not be a thing? I mean, I I don't know. But Josh and I grew up reading comics. So a bunch of the stuff that the movies are doing, one, does not make sense. Or two, is just like, why? Yeah. Like, out of all of the storylines in existence you could possibly go with. They were Infinity War. Why did we go with that one? Because. Just because. Just because. Just cause. Just cause four. I think you can now buy <laughs> on Xbox. Because, like, for me, the only reason I would ever go see that is just to see what happened with T'Challa and the Wakandans. But I don't need to go see a three and a half hour movie to find that out. No. And just go and, you know, 
they come back it's all good to the library and get some comic books and say any need i need from there exactly yeah oh man so so inuyasha um hannah what was do you remember the first time that you saw inuyasha yes okay i it was like a saturday night family just had family prayer together and, and you were like, I'm going to watch Demon Fox Boys. Or, and sorry, Demon no, Donk my Boys. mom and dad were like, Hannah, you need to be in bed by 930. It's a Saturday night and I'm a night owl. So that was not going to happen. And um, I remember turning on Cartoon Network and Toonami was like just starting. And it was episode one of season one. You started off right. Yeah. I was lucky. And I'm like, what is this? Because this is like a super cool story. Yeah. And because if you guys haven't noticed yet, and like my brother didn't mention a few episodes ago, American stories lack a lot sometimes. And so I started watching this show and I was like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) I really like this. Oh, man. Uh, I want to, I think my first time watching Inuyasha, I was spending the night at my grandma's house. And, way to do it right you know watch those demons at grandma's watch the demons house at grandma's um but no like i was i was in the i was sitting in the living room you know uh at night because i wanted i would rather sleep on the couch so i was sleeping on the couch and i was like oh we'll turn the thing on it's like tsunami was on. i was like oh okay well you know watch this and i saw inuyasha and i want to say the first episode i watched was the one where Sango gets introduced. So it was that back to back. Good so I get start. To, I get to see Sango and then I'm like, oh I like this little boy character. I hope he's I hope he's around for a while. Sorry, and then Josh. they're like then they're like a little boy character kills everybody. And then sister That's yeah, like the yeah. same episode where you yep. start yep. out with mm-hmm. like and you're Kohaku like, and Sango and Kohaku, then like no. Kohaku gets killed and jewel shards implanted and Everybody gets a jewel shard. How many people get you jewel get a shard? jewel shard and you <laughs> get a jewel it's shard? It's Naraku's basically Oprah, <laughs> except like super evil it's and so wanting Oprah. to mind control. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So yeah, I th- I, would th- I think that was the first time that I watched Inuyasha, and it was like, oh well, now I'm gonna have to watch this all the time. Yeah, because it's like the art is what I think really made me pay attention. It's like I really love the art style of that show. Because it's like, I think at that time, I don't, like, I can't really say that, like, Cardcaptor Sakura was, like, a introductory anime. Because, like, for me, when I was watching it, it never felt like it was an anime. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And it's, like, the arts. Like, whenever you watch, see, it's it's weird. Because, like, whenever you watch something on, like, Kids WB or Fox 25. Like, like, Pokemon. Or Fox Kids. Or Fox Kids or any of those shows. It does, they don't feel, or they used to not feel like anime. Yeah. So, like, even, like, watching Sailor Moon, I knew it was from Japan, but unless I knew it was from Japan, and I was, like, you take away that knowledge, I just sort of thought it was another TV show. They also take away, like, the majority of the fact that it is in Japan. Yeah, because it's, like, all of the names are Americanized, there's, like, nothing of, like, the Japanese references from the show that are now there in the new dub, and watching Inuyasha, I mean... They keep all the Japanese Yeah, names. it's like she lives at a shrine. She's at a shrine in Tokyo. And she goes to, and then they're like feudal era Japan. 
so they don't like rub over the fact she goes 500 years in the past they're demons um and i mean inuyasha is not dog demon which is what his name means but they keep Inuyasha's name. They keep Shishomaru's name. Shippo's, Moroku, Sango. They keep all these really authentically Japanese names. So it's like I'm watching this show and I feel like, okay, this is anime. They still do a little bit of Americanization to it, but not like a whole bunch like they do for like the stuff they were playing in the daytime. So it's like a little bit more authentic. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Yeah. It, it's it's one of those where, it, to me, it, it was definitely one that's like, oh yeah, you definitely know that this is in Japan. Yeah. Very one of the very very few. Yeah. You were like, oh hey, especially at like that time period. Japan. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, oh, this is feudal Japan. And you're like, oh okay, I guess I guess we're. Oh okay, Japan. and then that like actually like sparks an interest in like Japanese history, because. Of just, like, the mythology that they were, like, throwing at you, like, all in once. Episode one. Here you go. And you're like, oh, this is really cool. How can I find out more? Yeah. And so, I guess we can kind of talk about Inuyasha um, as a whole. It was a manga created by... Rumiko uh, Takahashi. Takahashi, okay. Who, let's say, queen... Queen. Well, and we'll talk about another queen later on in this episode who does a very, who just slays. Um, so yeah, it is a uh, series that takes place in a fictional version of Japan's Warring States period, with occasional time travel slash back uh, flashback elements to modern Tokyo or the Heisei period. Um, it like the tr- like the the setting is basically in Japanese folklore, um, and that's why you have you know. You have demons, demons. you have spirits. (laughs) Lots of yokai. Yokai and hanyo. Um, You got got your priests, you got your sacred arrows. Um, Soul catchers. Soul catchers. Oh, God, those soul catchers. I love their design. Yeah, and there's just so much of that show that, I mean, I love everything that, like, sometimes it's like Takahashi Sensei does because she's just like, so imaginative with like all of her stories and they're each one is like so distinct from each other mm-hmm. like inuyasha is like nothing like ramna one half yeah and then like either of those nothing like yurase i love that they're just so different from each other and inuyasha was pretty different from anything else out at the time wouldn't you say yeah definitely i mean it's definitely one of those like it's 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 actiony and it's a love story at the same time it's like very much a and it's kind of like spiritual mythology yeah. at the like it's so many different genres like packed into one little thing whereas like it was like surrounded by like what mechs yeah I, that was a, definitely during like that like mech. big o gundam wing zoids zoids um, I think at that same time, what, what what else was on? Like Sailor Moon was on, Dragon Ball Z was going on still. Yeah, uh, you, I mean, you had like Outlaw Star and Outlaw stuff like Star, that going on. Tenchi. And Tenchi. Um, so a lot of space stuff. So probably the only one you can probably like... even get close to would be like Tenchi. 
Yeah, and even then, Tenchi's like a lot of space. It's still more sci-fi than it ever is fantasy. So, mm-hmm. like, this was, like, breaking the mold of what was, like, super popular. And especially coming over here, because, yeah. I mean, like, we didn't have anything like that. Well, and if you look, actually, like, at what America consumes, we majority prefer science fiction stories over, over I would say, fantasy stories. Yeah. Because there's some that just people love. Like, right now, we've got the Game of Thrones stuff going on. There's always going to be Lord of the Rings lovers, but like, out, and like Chronicles and Narnia. But outside those three, can you say anything that like the normal American would be like, yeah, I love that fantasy story, blah, blah, blah. No. Mm. Like, I can't. Unless you count like Star Wars, because it's more of like a space fantasy than anything. Yeah, but it's, yeah, but it's not like what I would consider like fantasy fantasy. Yeah. You know? Or it's, no, it's not like. It's, it's just, it's just, it's just a, a story that is set in space. Yeah. That's all Star Wars is. It's more. Because it's not sci-fi. No. I mean, in any. Like the only sci-fi thing about it. Is their like space. planetary battles. That's space. Yeah. That's and it. that's like it. But it's like, if you look at like majority of what we consume, like maybe Harry Potter. I would I would throw Harry but Potter, but that's more in like the, for me like the, the hero journey element. than yeah. like a fantasy story, really for Harry. But it's like yeah, so then we're like then well, I don't know they whenever they go to Hogwarts, it's like they lose all communication with the outside world. It's just like oh, what are these things? Who knows what it is? Poor this Harry, is just... thrown into this new world and not really given. I, Any information. Can you, can you just think, like, wait, Hermione, just, like, she comes and she's like, oh, God, we're back in the Stone Age. Pretty, pretty much. She has, she, her, her parents are dentists. I mean, you, she's probably got, like, a Mac. Yeah. Like, four Whereas, iPhones. Whereas, like, Harry's been living in a cupboard, so he doesn't even know what the muggle world is like anyway. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I know they've got Mr. Blobby on sometimes when I can sneak a peek, but like, that's it. I know, like, a television and the telephone or anything, but outside that, yeah. no. But it's so... Inuyasha was kind of a mold breaker coming to the States, surrounded by these super sci-fi space stories. And it's just a story about a girl who falls through a well, goes back 500 years. Just like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. She just falls through it's a well. It's pretty, except uh, more violent. Um, do you think, do you think. Soul when, sucking. Do you think when baby Jessica fell down that well, she like went to like feudal Japan? Maybe. <laughs> That is a reference that nobody is going to get, and I love that. Like, baby Jessica went down the well, and you're like, oh, no. That was a thing. <laughs> so, who... <laughs> and I just like, and done. Back to Inyasha. What... What made you really like Inyasha? Because you kind of started a couple episodes in. Yeah, like, I like the dyna- the dynamics between all the characters. Absolutely. And Naraku looked dope when he was dressed as that baboon dude. Oh, the baboon He pelt? looks so good. Like, that's like a cosplay that I want to see more. Just a guy, like, just, like, scuttling like, around yes, in a bamboo like, pelt. <laughs> but you have, like, five people doing it, so you don't know who's the oh, real exactly. Naraku. Oh, exactly. That's why you do it. And yeah. It's like, everybody, you get five people to do the same thing. Yeah. And you just, like, one over here and, like, one over here. And it's like, oh, it's not me. He's over there. I'm the fake one. <laughs> No, I I liked. There's so many different things that I really liked about it. I like the voice acting in it. The voice acting was really good. Well, which is really funny because how long ago we were talking about it? It's like we rem- like we remember it being different. Mm-hmm. Like I remember it being kind of bad, but going back and like rewatching it, I'm like, it's not near it's as not bad near as bad as, as you thought it was. Now, yeah. Now, um, we'll talk about it probably later. But Tetchy, 
It's a different story. No, no, no. Tenchi's good. It's not certain as, characters. Certain characters are not as bad as you thought they were. Yeah. Well, and I think that goes like Sailor Moon is as bad as I remember it was. Oh yes, the Sailor Moon dub is no bueno. It is. I respect the people who did the best they could with the script that they were given. Yeah. But it was but that not was good. So butchered from the original. Yeah. That... Like people crap on the new dub. Like really? they for, yes. for they like um Robbie and Stephanie Shea get tons of crap. Really? For Mamoru and Yusagi. Yeah, they get tons of crap, which I find outrageous. You mean, you, really? So people don't like Adrian no. and Marinette? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, you know what's great? Their hair colors are swap. <laughs> oh my gosh, you told me this. <laughs> I need a fan fiction. If anybody's out there, I want a crossover. Oh, you know, you know it's there. Because, <laughs> well. I think I've seen a drawing Minico, like that on Tumblr. Minako lived in England for a while when she was Sailor V. So we could just do like a trip back to England, but we make a pit stop in Paris. And there's a certain run-in between two sets of super, certain superheroes. So, Barrel and Hawkmoth team. <laughs> oh my gosh! The world would end! No, if you really want to go, like, the world is in danger, it's Hawkmoth and Sailor Galaxia. I don't know what that is. You she's, said a word. She's season five. With the you Sailor's... said a star versus the forces of evil character. <laughs> she is like, um, if I remember right, because season five of Sailor Moon never actually made it to the States. You guys will hear me all talk about this in the Sailor Moon episode yeah, whenever Sailor we Moon got to get to do it. But she's the villain in season five. And she was like a general in the previous existence that gets taken over by the dark forces. And she is the one that kills Mamoru. She's no. the Again. Uh, <laughs> again. Again. And she almost like annihilates the earth. Like you do. So, like, if her and Hawkmoth, like, team up together, uh, that is going to be some cause for concern for the people of Earth. Let's see. If one of the Sailor Scouts was going to get akumatized, who would it would be? Ray. No. It'd be Sailor Mars. It would be Serena. No, I don't think it would be Serena. I think it'd be Sailor Mars because she, like. But she gets so, like. But she does. But she's, like, she's like Marinette, though. Well, I guess. Where she kind of yeah. gets there, but she never, like, actually, like, she never dips teeters. super far. Mars is just always in a perpetual pit of anger. Oh, what about, uh, 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 or uh, Mercury? I was almost actually thinking it'd probably be Hotaru, Sailor Saturn. There'd just be a pretty boy, and she'd be like, ah! It'd be Nino. She would fall in love with Nino. And then she'd be like, Alia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so but, but, but she's, back like, to she's like 13 feet taller than any of the characters in Miraculous Ladybug. Yeah. <laughs> They'd just be like, oh my gosh, it's a giantess. Yeah. Um, a lot of the Sailor Moon characters, they just like tower over the Parisians. Is that kind of like Ayame? Is it, is it her name Ayame? Who? Who's, who's Mercury? Uh, Ami. 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 Amy. <laughs> Ami. <laughs> uh, Inuyasha. Inuyasha. <laughs> so, uh, going back to uh, the wonderful Inuyasha. So, uh, we have, let's kind of go through our characters. Yeah. We have uh, Inuyasha. Okay. Our main boy. Our okay. main Our main doggy boy. Uh, has white hair. Sometimes has black hair. 
Um, Depending on what time of the moon phase exactly. it is. Um, voiced by Richard Ian Cox. We have a Kagome. Sorry, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Kagome. We need uh, you here, Harold. Harold, where are you? <laughs> we need maybe, you. You are our only hope. Maybe Josh was good enough to get Harold and we inserted his Kagome. Do in it. Front there. Um, she was voiced by uh, Monica Story in the original and then by uh, Kira to- Tozer in uh, the final act. Oh, so yeah, okay. they, she she yeah, they did kind yeah. of because she, she Cause retired from acting. Took so long to get there. <laughs> uh, then we've got Moroku, voiced by the incredibly talented Kirby Morrow. Thank you, Kirby. Uh, Songo as Kelly, uh, sorry Kelly Sheridan as Songo. Then we have Shippo. Oh, Shippo, uh, voiced by Jillian Michaels. See, that seems weird. Like, it can't be, like, the, the Jillian Michaels. It's not the oh. Jillian Michaels we all immediately think of. Um, then we have uh, Kilala, voiced by Taruko. Yeah, because I was just like... There are no words said, so wait, they oh, just used the original voice actor. How, how, did, how would you... Give, give us your I best... couldn't even try. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I couldn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> um... And then uh, Hannah's favorite character, Kikyo, voiced by Willow Johnson. Die. Uh, Shashomaru, voiced by David K. Best boy. In the original. And then uh, Michael, uh, I think it's Dangerfield in the final act. Uh, then we've got Jockin as Dom Brown. Rin, uh, Brina O'Brien. Aun, who was there. Um, and then my boy, Kohaku, voiced by Alex Dubak. 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 Apologies if we slaughtered yeah, the I last apologize. name. Yeah, I apologize. And then I guess we can kind of end it with uh, uh, Koga of the Wolf Demon Tribe. Don't even have to tell me. Who is it? Scott McNeil. Yes, it is. Uh, dual Maxwell fame. The only reason I know that still to this day, it's the only reason my sister liked him. You know who voiced Ayame? Who? Tara Strong. You're joking. <laughs> Tara Strong. Should have guessed her. Oh, I it's, guess. Oh. When in doubt, it's Tara Strong. We also kind of forgot uh, the the big boy, uh, Naraku. Ah, yeah. Voiced by Paul Dobson. Yeah, I probably should throw him in there. Um, and then I guess our other our other big one was uh, uh, Kagura. Oh, yeah. Janice, Janice Jod. She was in there quite a bit. Yeah. And, oh, oh, and Kana, who was also... Janice Jod. Oh, uh, well, like, she kind of doesn't have a whole lot of lines. She's just like, hang on, Like, a little, whenever she, I think the only time she'd actually ever talk is when she actually had scenes with Kagura. So it was just her playing off of herself. Yeah. Great to know. Good to know. Fun times. Fun times. All right, so. Yeah, like I said, like, this cast, like, this is a good cast. It's a good like, cast. It's a good show. It's, it's, a, it's a good show, good cast. Um, Did you watch the final act? No. Oh, boy. No, like, I got bored. After because so because long. it had been like thirty years. Well, and because it, I got really frustrated. I get frustrated when like conveniency is brought into stories, just to prolong the plot. And so much of that was happening with just the stupid jewels. Yeah, you know. Well, because like there's a good part of it where they completely forget about the Shikan jewel shards. Yeah, and see, I think that's why I got frustrated with the Band of Seven. Oh god, the band of seven. Because that was rough. I, that was a rough arc. I don't even know what season that was, but that was the season I got to. I think it was only like three or four. Yeah, I'm pretty it sure was... I only made it to like about early season four, and I got so frustrated with the band of seven because we completely 
had lost track of the saga of why Kagome is even there. It's the complete and gathered the jewel shards. And all of a sudden we're just throwing that out the window and we're going with a completely different story. Yeah, you know, like you do. Like, I found some of the characters interesting. I just got frustrated with the story. And then at the end, they're just like, oh, we never got those jewel shards. Yeah. Like, join us later as we keep trying to get that Naraku guy. Bye. And you're like, wait, that's not how you end the series. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you end a season. Yeah. That's not how you end a series. Series, yeah. So, you know, I never made it, but I had, like, fan fiction-y ideas about how the show was going to end. And, um... Yeah, I think someone finally was like, Hannah, have you, like, read it? Have you watched it? And they go, no. I think that was me. I think that was you, like, a conversation we had a couple years ago. And I just, like, I was just like, all right, here's what happens. I've got to tell you <laughs> what happens at the end of the show, because I'm over here going, like, I really don't care. Well, the the thing, the only, like, it's very much a, you can tell it's, they're just trying to fit like wrap as it much up. stuff as they can into, yeah. like, I think it's, like, 24 episodes. Yeah. Um, But the thing in there that's that's sad and it's the most heart-wrenching thing in the entire thing is when Kagura dies. Yeah. Because, like, Cause... apparently her and Shishomaru, like, may or may not have had a thing. It's really unclear because, like, she is, like, very sad that she's leaving him. And then he actually is the only person that, like, he, like, leaves Rin, which is something that he doesn't really do. No. Or, he like completely leaves them and goes to, unless he's trying to find Inuyasha, like fight Inuyasha, then he'll leave yeah. Rin. But I mean, otherwise, like he's just like, he, Rin he just is like there, and he'll usually tell somebody that he's gone. Yeah, like Jockin will come back and he's like, "Where's Master Shishobaru?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, Master Jockin, he's gone." <laughs> it's like he went to the Quickie Martyrs. <laughs> like, we don't know where he went. But like, like this one is just no, like... No, he went to Whack Donald's. <laughs> he went to Whack Donald's. Um, and, yeah, that's right. Whack Donald's. <laughs> um, and then like he like... But he, no, he just like leaves. Yeah. And goes to Kagura. And like... Messes is there, up like all the ships. Exactly, and is there when she dies and you're just like, oh, that's so sad. Like... Like this show, I think that's something though that another reason I liked this show is that it was... Because you couldn't decide which girl was better, Kikyo or Kagome? <laughs> There was no deciding who was better. You're right, it was Kikyo. No. She'd been with him longer. No. But I also never shipped Kagome and Inuyasha. Yeah, yours was a... You were Kagome and Sheshi. It evolves over time. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it was like... It's like the Hermione Ron was Mm -hmm. my Kagome Inuyasha of the show. I, I felt like, for me, they didn't work together. But she loved him so, so much. much. Like, so much. And he's just like, Kikyo. Yeah. Like, all the time. Yeah. Um, and, like, for me, what I liked a whole lot about this show is that it was willing to be sad. Yeah. Because it's like Sailor Moon has, like, sad moments, but they don't, like, dwell on the sadness because it tries to be more of an uplifting kind of show. I mean, which, yeah, they, they, which kill, I really they appreciate. kill all the characters in the first season. But they come back. No memories. <laughs> But they're back, so we don't dwell on the fact that they all die. It's like Avengers Endgame. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and um, then, but this show dwells on the fact that Sango loses her entire village. Yeah. Thinks her entire family is dead. Mm-hmm. And then we don't just like, okay, Sango's like, hold on. No, we come back to it. It's like, oh, 
guess what? Naraku, like, resurrected your brother with some jewel shards. And now he's going to try and kill, kill you. you. And so we're dwelling on the fact that she's lost everything and now she's faced with her loss. Mm-hmm. Over and over and over again. And it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to kill your brother? Yeah, it's like, like, that's all that Naraku wants. He's just like, what are you going to do? Because, like, to finish the jewel, you got to kill your brother. Because, like, the best part about Naraku is he doesn't really care about the jewel shards. He just is all about, like, like, manipulating. I just want to have fun. Yeah. And that's why he's He's such a good character. He's like the Joker. He's very much the Joker. He just wants to cause chaos and destroy everything. And, like, kind of maniacal cackle over all of it. Like, because it's, like, if you look at Moroku, too. Like, he's, like I said, because he's faced all the time. Like, his greatest weapon he has is his wind tunnel. And it is going to kill him. But it's going to kill him if he continues to use it. Just like it did his dad. And, like, generations back. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, this is his greatest weapon. It's an incredibly effective weapon. But if he continues to use it, it's going to kill him. But it's going to kill him if he doesn't use it. You yeah, know, it's like, it's like he's going to die regardless. Yeah, somehow, some way, if he doesn't use it, he's going to die because he's a monk. And he does have spiritual powers. I think uh, Reikai, I think is what he has. I think so. Yeah, it's like the opposite of what Kagome has. And he has that, yes, and he's very powerful with that. But that's not, it's not, like, not his strength. He has the wind tunnel. Yeah. And it's like, if you look at like Shippo... Too like how many times is like Shippo being an orphan is brought up within the duration of the show? It's like his parents are murdered in front of him. Yep. By the Thunder Brothers. Oh, the Thunder Brothers. The Thunder Brothers, and it's like I think Kagome is the one with like the least amount of sadness surrounding her, with the exception her... of like the continual heartbreak that Inuyasha keeps yeah, running that away. Yeah, that is that is her that is her biggest and like issue. Her, part of her soul is like taken from her to resurrect the woman he was originally in love with. And who he will always go out and run towards. Because. Even even in when yeah. they're in the midst of like. Big battle. Being, being big battle or the two of them being really lovey-dovey towards each other. He'll, he'll see the soul like, stealers and, he'll and like, he's gone. Kiko, and he'll go. And, and it's just like. like Poor see that's where I feel like. Kagome is like one of the number one underutilized anime characters of all time. I think that's why I love fan fiction of Inuyasha still to this day. So much. Because they can actually write her. Because, yeah. Because in the manga, even, like, I love you, Rumiko, but you don't write Kagome right. And I think that's why I love fan fiction is that Kagome's written Well, the, the show's not well. called Kagome. It's not called Kagome. <laughs> it's called Inuyasha. But the story's about Kagome. Uh, it's kind of about Inuyasha's redemption, I would assume. I, I would say it's more, uh, it's about 50-50. Like, okay, so if you looked at the show, who would you say would be main character? Because I'd say Kagome. See, I would say Inuyasha. Or I would say both of them. Because yeah. it's kind of like both their stories. Like this girl from the future. Actually, my who, I mean, main character, yes. Favorite character. It's always Kohaku. You're that's, Kohaku. That's my boy. I. <sighs> and my ship that, who knows? My Kohaku and Rin. I think They're it happens. adorable. I think it happens. They're so cute. Because it's like, there's a part of the fandom that's all about, like, Rin and Shoshomaru. And I go, how about you guys just, like, sit over there in your yeah, little corner? Yeah, it's like, that's just, like, not And even... don't come out of that corner. <laughs> um, But I agree with you. Like, the Kohaku and Rin. Like, I've always loved... I kind of, like, fluctuate who's my favorite character. But I would say predominantly with Sango. Yeah. That's my favorite. Like, so, so, like the Sango and Moroku, like, their whole dynamic and everything. Yeah. I loved that because, like, honestly, that's the real 
that's the romance in the show. And it's FYI, not really fan fiction writers do better with Sanko Moroku. You guys have really? like there's a lack of like I found some really good ones, but there's like a lack. Get your act together. Well, they don't have to because that's one of those ones that are it like, is fulfilled. Well, it's, it's like, there's a, fulfilled. like there's enough in the show. And they're not trying to like force anything together like the Voltron people and they're like Lance and Keith. And you're like, like and that's for, like <laughs> how I feel like Kagomi and Inuyasha are like a couple just trying to get like forced together. Yeah. Whereas Maraku and Sango like, like fit together. They, they bet they, they butt don't, heads. Like Sango doesn't want like, to fit together, but they do. Yeah. You know, and she's because she's a Sundari. A bit. A bit. Everybody in the show almost is a Sundari, with maybe the exception Shippo. of Shippo and Shishamaru. <laughs> and, and Kalala. Kalala's uh, yes. just like, I'm just the thing. I'm just here. <laughs> I'm I'm a, what am I, a saber tooth cat thing? Yeah, kind of. And it's like, I don't know. It's like the character, like the relationships in the show, I think are great. Oh, you know who's a big Sundari? Jocken. He's, oh holy he's crap so, yes you so, are right yes, oh i was gonna say koga but i can't say the right term of what he is <laughs> on the podcast because he's a bottom no i wasn't gonna say bottom but you're correct i was gonna say something else an f boy i was gonna say <laughs> he totally is he totally is <laughs> He's just like, hey, it's Koga of the Wolf Demon Tribe. Hey, I'm look, just here. I'm I mean. here. I am awesome. Ladies. And Kagome's like, no. <laughs> God, do you want to talk about Koga of the Wolf Demon Tribe? Just My like, sister's favorite hey, character. Hey, it's me. It's Koga of the Wolf Demon. He's such a you, punk. Whenever you think there's going to be a moment of peace, it's just like. And, and you're like, like oh, dang it. And then like, and you know, she gets that face. It's like, like, Koga. It's like, I smell dog. <laughs> Oh no! Wait, he smells wolf a wolf. And wolf. Wolves and dogs hate each other apparently. Yeah. Like, wow. like in Balto. <laughs> Throwback right there. Oh my gosh. Oh god. Get ready, guys. Anti-vaxxers. Balto did not die for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to go there. Is that a real thing? There yeah. could just totally be a. Thing. No, that is a thing. Like oh. the people have been taking pictures of like the thing that they have in like a museum for him. Mm-hmm. It's like he did not die for you not to vaccinate <laughs> your kids. <laughs> oh, Balto. <laughs> oh, that Sorry. made my day. Can we get a shirt that says Balto didn't die for you not to vaccinate, vaccinate your kids? Well, the Brams are going to California. You're going to California, and that's where they're having to do like isolations and quarantines. Mm-hmm. Have fun with that, Josh. And <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I've I've had my shots. So I've yeah, had chicken pox. I'm okay. I've also had my shots. I verified with my mother because I was a little concerned that maybe I didn't. Because sometimes with my family, you just don't know. Oh no, yeah. And... My parents were just like, oh no, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna have all of your shots. <laughs> like we're gonna stick you full of so many drugs. I remember getting all like the hepatitis ones, but I mm-hmm. can't remember for like, a lot. Because I remember getting measles. chicken pox too. Because I remember staying home from school and getting that awesome cool pink crap like rubbed on the chicken pox well now i'm like i've got the i had the chicken pox and now i'm like it'd be my like i actually get shingles so i've that, had, that's had shingles too oh the shingle I, shot yeah oh no i've had jingles too oh. so it's weird like i got oh. both it was like oh. a weird see because yeah crystal's still dealing with her shingles stuff man we're off topic bum, 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 we got to balto and then we went to anti-vaxxers <laughs> and... well we somehow got well it's freaking koga because we're talking koga. about wolves and ducks yeah. see see what koga of the wolf demon tribe does 
just ruins everything. Well, and also I'm here, so tangents. Tangents. So. Um, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, God, Koga of the Wolf Demon Tribe. He's my sister's favorite. Yeah, well, no, she. It's your. He's your sister's favorite because of Duo Maxwell. Duo Maxwell, who is not in the show. No, she was like, um, she would sit down and watch it with me every once in a while. Because my sister is like uh, three years younger than I am, so she'd sit down, she'd watch it with me. She would really didn't get into it. And um, I think like maybe the third time she sat down to watch it with me, Koga came on the screen. And she's like, oh, I like him. And I'm like, okay, okay. So we watch a couple episodes. She's like, oh, yeah, Koga's my favorite. She started watching with me, watching it with me pretty actively. And then we watched, I think, Endless Waltz together. And I was like, hold the phone. Tess. He's like, do you think you like, so you say your favorite is Koga. She goes, yeah. And Duo Maxwell is your boy. She goes, yeah. You do realize it's the same voice actor. And she goes, Oh, that's why she likes, and him. that's why she liked Coca is because of the stupid voice actor. <laughs> but, but she didn't do that for Tro. <laughs> nope. Well, that's sad because, but because because Tro is nobody's favorite character, which is sad. Because now, I... if you want to talk about an F voice, Tro... <laughs> it's totally Troa. No, it's it's Wufei. No, Wufei is just a uh, someone who could have died a long, long time ago, and everybody would have been happier and better everyone off. Everyone would have been. We need so to do a Gundam happy. Wing episode. Oh, don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> We're doing Endless Waltz in Nostalgia November. Oh, yeah, and we can talk about um, some delightful line <laughs> deliveries. Um, but <laughs> We're gonna talk about. It's like, are you alone, Mister? I've always been alone. I've been, I've been, been alone, alone since the day I was, was born. born. Hiro Yue is still my favorite. Put a shirt on, I, you dang I, hippie. I acknowledge. He had the worst lines. He had the worst lines. He was my favorite, but he has the worst lines. Speaking of trash characters. Koga with the Wolf Demon. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tess. Koga sucks. Sorry. She probably doesn't even remember. <laughs> no, like for me, it's like, I don't think there is a character in the show that I was like actively I didn't like. Maybe Jockin. Jockin was just... He's... Ugh. But I don't think you were supposed to like Jockin. No, so, I mean, it works. There. I don't know. Mioga the Flea is kind of a D-bag. Kind of. Like, he's like, there. Oh, go, master, go, master, like, Yasha, bye. And all just, of them. Like, oh, just so you know, there's, like, incredible danger coming your way. Have a fun time. And you're like, okay. I was, I was like, huh. Are we... Like, we must be in danger. Mioga's gone. Well, and can you're we, like, yeah. Well, can we actually acknowledge, like, who the best character in the show is? Kalala. Kagome's mom. Oh, yes. Who she's just like, oh, goodbye. She's sweetie. basically like the scene from Princess Bride with Mad Max and his wife. Like, have fun storming the castle. And she's basically, have fun saving Japan. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's. <sighs> she buys her who knows how many uniforms. Let's. We'll, the big we'll talk yellow ab- bag. We'll talk about the midriff here in a minute. All of the ramen. All, yeah, all of the ramen, the ramen in Japan goes into that big yellow bag. I don't know. How many bicycles do you think that she's had to oh, buy God. to replace like, for Kagome? Like 70 bicycles. Exactly. And Sheer just What's like, a, It's a good thing they run a, they run a shrine. shrine. And, um, it, and that shrine must be popping because they are yeah. never for want. Yeah. And it's like uh, first aid kits. 
and candy for Shippo. Mm-hmm. Fizzy pops for like Moroku because I think that's like his favorite thing. Yep. I think I don't know. Sometimes like the line between fan fiction and the actual show kind of. Like, well, blurs. he 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 does that in like chips. They do chips a lot. Who does oh, the chips? I think Sango might like the pop, and Moroku might like chips. chips. And Inuyasha is, is just, all about the ramen. Uh, is all about the ramen, and he's just kind of there too. It's like welcome back, girl. Yeah, yells it's at like, her when I, she tries like, to leave. If, yells if you, at her when she gets back. There's just so much yelling. Yeah, it's like you don't like. I don't really want you to come back, Baka. Do you think that was the? <laughs> do you think that was the audition of seeing like the yelling? Just like, like Kagome. It's like, like Richard, how we that need you to say, yell. So yell Kagome fifty times for us, and we're gonna see how it sounds, and we're gonna pick who our favorite is. Because that's half the show is mm-hmm. Inuyasha, Kakome, Inuyasha, Kakome. That's like the show. Uh, we also need you to say, uh, say uh, uh, Tetsaiga and Windscar and Blades of Blood. Oh, yeah, that too. Blades of Blood was just the, what a freaking masochist. It's like, like, <laughs> Blades of Blood. <laughs> and it's like all, and it was still like that time where all the blood was still black. Mm-hmm. That's Soul Eater. Oh my gosh, they blood. both have white hair. <gasps> Soul and Inuyash. They run the same way, too. <laughs> Arms behind their back. <laughs> they run the same way. Oh, God. They both are friends with a brown-headed boy. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, uh... Ninja-esque women. Yep, ninja women. Yeah. And then girls in skirts. Girls in skirts. Short do you, skirts. Do you see Maka's midriff? No, you just no. see like almost upskirt shots. She yeah, she's a lot of upskirt. Almost, almost. like almost upskirt. Like you like, it's always like artfully like mm-hmm. flows in a way where you can't see up the skirt, but her whole leg is exposed. Yeah, it's like if you're on the other side, you're like, hey, yeah, um, yeah, like uh, Kagome always has she belly always she always have a tail because it's always, always like a tum-tum. slightly like tilted shot exactly to make sure that. She's just standing there, no movement, but the like the angle of the scene is just slightly tilted down. That and like her shirt is always like slightly, and slightly like, poof, slightly poofed out by the belly, so you can see that belly button. Mm-hmm. She got that midriff going. Um, there's a good amount of fan surface in this show too. Yeah. That's another reason, like an- another thing that you hadn't really seen too much of on Toonami? No. I would say, like, Sailor Moon was probably, like, the closest thing. I mean, you get some panties and stuff like that, but, I mean, not um, anything a but lot. It's like, but it's like, then you have, like, the transformation sequences, not like that you see anything, but it's a feminine outline. Yeah. And, um, like, if you watch the Sailor Moon R movie, like, she is naked because Fiore is trying to destroy the stone on her chest. Well, next week, guys, the Sailor Moon movie. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so she is like she's fully exposed, but you don't see bits. You almost see bits in Inuyasha, though. They're you just, do. They're like, very, very yeah, close. Yeah, like whenever like the uh, there's a hot lot of... spring scenes. There's so many hot spring scenes. Gomi's all about the baths. She's just like, well, I'm gonna take a bath now. I think that when I started watching the show is when I kind of was like awoken to the idea of like how women are written. You know, it was like, oh. Like, women are most, like, with the exception of, like, Sango, women are just kind of there to be pretty. Yeah, that is basically what Kagome is there for. Yeah, she's there to be pretty. And she has, like, this awesome potential, like, because she's a reincarnation of the super powerful priestess. She's got her sacred arrows. Yeah, she's got her sacred arrows. She can actually, like, 
she what takes down almost Shishomaru the first time she ever meets. She's like, hey, you, that was not nice. And Shishomaru's just like, who are you, peasant? And she almost takes him down, but then we never even go back to that. We never go back to that Kagome. Except, no. like, rarely in moments. And I go, you could do so much with this girl. But she's there just to be half naked. Yes. Like, all the time. Thank you. That's what that's what we do. <laughs> uh, welcome. Welcome to Inuyasha. Yeah. That's like, why the show calls, is called Inuyasha. Yeah, Inuyasha. <laughs> Kagome. Dog Demon Boy. <laughs> you only see Dog Demon Boy once. It's when she goes back home because she's having to study for her exam. Which, by the way... The exam stop, stop caring about that. It's like, yeah. you're never gonna go back. I actually read an interesting fanfiction about that. About, like, they how Inuyasha and Kagome kind of have the same anxieties. It's just because of the societies, they're, like, structured differently. Because it's like, in Jap- Japanese society, you have to do all your exams to succeed. Mm-hmm. And Inuyasha's over here, like, he's a half-breed. Well, let's talk about a show that's, like, really great about racism. Let's oh, talk about yeah. Inuyasha. They are just, like, <laughs> my goodness, they're, like, half-breed. Like, yeah. all the time. Like, his brother's, like, you're a half-breed. You killed our dad. <laughs> no, uh, killed our... Mother. Oh, uh, your mother. Your, your mother. mother. Yeah. Because he's just like, hey, my mom. I want to know about uh, Seshu Mama. Like, I want to know that story. Mama Ru? Mama Ru? Ha! <laughs> I like that. Yay. Like, I want to know that story. Like, is she living? Is she dead? Maybe. Is she just, like, hanging out in the background going, Edge Pink and Burn? <laughs> Maybe that. Is Inu Papa's name Inu Tashio? It's something like that. Because I think that's what it is in fanfiction land. It's I don't know something. if it is what is it's in canon. Possible. Uh, but I do like that, you know, you've got Tetsaiga and Tensega. Yeah. And, like, Shishomaru just can't even do anything with Tetsaiga. It's like basically raise the dead. Until, like the until only he gets thing... a demon on. Yeah, he gets... What, By the he way... He raises I... Rin from the dead with it. Yeah, he doesn't really use Tensega a lot. Because no. it's just like... Ugh. Yeah, it's like basically, like, staves off death. I mean, I, my recollection, he only uses it ever on Rin. After the wolf demon tribe I think almost he, kills her. Does he try to use it on Kagura? I think he tries to use he, it on yeah, Kagura. Yeah, I think, because I was, like, sitting here, he tries to use it on someone, and but, I'm pretty sure it might be Kagura. But she either, like, doesn't want it, or... She's too far off. She's it's too like far, he, yeah, it's like, one of those. There's, like, a window he can only use it in, and I think the window had passed to save yeah. her. Which is sad. Another yeah. reason why Inuyasha just this, Yeah, this show would, like, have funny, like, goofy episodes. And then it would have, like, um, the Half Moon episode where Inuyasha turns human. Oh, God. Such a good episode. That's such a good episode. And it's, like, it's, like... That the box f- episode where they're all, like, in that little box thing. That's a good episode, There's so too. many, like, really good Which, episodes. Which, again, you get, you know, naked kikome. Naked kikome. And it's, like, I love the episode. Like, for me, still to this day, is, like, when we meet Moroku. And he, like, kidnaps kikome. I, I, the best part about him is him going up to every Will single you bear girl. Me a child? Will you bear my children? Will you bear my children? It's like this is the only they could be, you know, a regular person. He asks the children. He asks anybody. Just like hey, Rin. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like because he knows that's the only way he's ever going to get to live. So he passed the curse on to his child. What a mean thing. 
But I mean, think because I think I don't think like uh, Moroku was like doing it out of like malicious intent. It's the only way he knew how to survive. Yeah, because I think that's like the other theme of this show. Is is everybody like, is just live? trying to survive. Because I mean, that was so perfect for the warring era of Japan, with the lords. And just how the system was structured. It was basically, like, what are we going to be able to do to, like, live to the next day? And I love how, like, whenever they would show, like, Nobunaga's in one of the movies. Is he the Hanyo, like, the horse Hanyo? No, 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 he's not. Sorry. He's just, like, a nerdy boy. He's just like, hey. Yeah. He's just kind of there. And they're like, wait, you're Nobunaga? And he's like, yeah. Hi. How's it going? Who's? I'm sorry, but who's the boy that keeps trying to ask Kagome out on dates? Oh, God. Glasses can't. Glasses can't. Like, he's, like, the most uh, popular boy in school, and he's got a thing for Kagome. And, like, all of her friends are convinced she's in an abusive relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the best, like, it's one of those, like, the real world with Kagome is so interesting. Yeah. Because it's like, how is this 14-year-old girl expected to explain her situation? Yeah. It's and like, her friends oh, by the way, not, I go into a whale. Like, and her friends not think she's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I like her brother, Sota. Sota. Sota's little episode where he gets his girlfriend, I'm just like... Sota's, like, her whole family, like, Grandpa and uh or jisan jisan mom sota like her whole family dynamic is i love it yeah they're just like oh hey how's it going <laughs> grandpa's trying to teach her about that sacred jewel and and she just doesn't care she doesn't care and now all of a sudden she's like responsible for it she's like oh so hey uh grandpa uh can you like tell me some of those stories again because uh some situations have changed in my life could you help out? I don't know. I really like like the scenes when she's actually into. Okay. Oh, what's the episode with the demon mask? Oh, like uh, in real world, because and like that's it's like at a, bizarre at like not that demon mask that Dio gets. No. <laughs> muda, muda, muda. <laughs> the the mask that has the jewel shard at the museum. So it's like. An episode that Inuyasha and Kagome have to, like, defeat. Like, it's an... Hojo. Hojo is his name. That's right! Fun, it's Hojo. Fun, fun fact, uh, it was Matt Smith in the original series, and then David K in the final act. Really? So he doesn't so do he, like, Shishomaru. He does Hojo? But he does Hojo. What the heck? Because, you know. Alrighty, then. Okay. As you do, I suppose. Poor Hojo. Yep, I, I love this. It's like... There's a fan fiction that actually he goes down the well. Yuka. Yuka is one of Kagome's friends of the modern yep. era. Yuka has neck-length brown hair. Being the most outspoken of the three, as well as being very sharp-witted, she often expresses concern over Kagome's relationship with her delinquent boyfriend in Delinquent, abusive boyfriend in Yasha. That is correct. Whenever he's in the real world and he has to wear the hat. The baseball cap. <laughs> to hide his ears. Stupid... But yeah, he's still wearing the outfit and just like still jumping around on yeah, stuff. Oh, and you know, I love the sound it is when people like touch his ears. Oh, at the end of the series, Hojo is dating his college classmate. Good for Hojo. Because sometimes you have to move on in life mm -hmm. and not dwell. Oh yeah, he thinks that Kagome's dying. Yeah, like That's his grandpa, because right. he keeps making up sickness like polio, cholera, and all those kinds of things. Doesn't his dad, like, don't they work at like a, he's like, 
his family owns like a remedy shop, so he's like yeah, always so he's like these always like bringing cures. her by like remedies whenever she's like because it's always conveniently when she's actually like there in the shrine. Yeah, it's like I've I have this box of things for you. I heard you were sick again. Here's these things to make you better. And then Kagomi has to be a little rude person to him, or she tries not to be rude, but Inuyasha is like offended by his presence. Yeah, because his alpha his alpha like, position mm. is being uh, challenged. By this unknown male. Exactly. This show, man. (laughs) It's such a a trip. Um, Oh, God. Um, Not to mention even the movies. Oh, God. There's, like, so many movies. Three? There's four. Are there four? Yeah. There are four. I have... I had a bunch of them. My brain was like, no, Hannah, there's five. And I go, five? Why five? Brain, explain yourself. Um, Oh, man. Uh, so, and we haven't really talked about, like, the action scenes. No. In this, like, the fight scenes are all so well done. Yeah, because we were kind of used to, like, Dragon Ball Z. And that's it. Throwing punches at each other. No, like, this is, like, choreographed. Like, I have a sword. You have this poison whip, like, with Shishomaru. And it's, like, an Or in the first episode, this chick got a bunch of hair. (laughs) Oh, Yura the hair demon. I love her. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's actually like choreographed fight scenes and then not just like, we're just going to like hang in the air and like rapidly throw punches at each other. And somehow one of us is going to be standing at the end of it. Sometimes. And Inuyasha has like really good peril. Yeah. Like you were always like a character could die at literally any moment. Like, uh, the episode where Inuyasha actually has like his chest punched out and he has a gaping hole they throw what they throw Gagome down the well and then he shoves a tree into the well to prevent her from coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just this show, man. And then she jumps back in and like, like climbs down a tree. Yeah, she like, uh, cause Shippo gets down and like she's like trying to like claw through the dirt and like Shippo's there trying to like summon her back. He's like, we need your help, Gagome. That was, see, when she couldn't go, when she can't go back. And you see how desperate she is to get back to everybody. Right. You're just like, damn. Because it's... it's like, that was always my question, like, towards the end of the show. Like, what would she choose? Like, if Inuyasha chose to be, like, with Kikyo and goes off to hell, like, would she still choose to go back to them? Because she builds this family unit. Like, she had basically adopts Shippo. And, like, her sister, Sango, and her brother, Moroku. Like, so would she choose and that? Cat, cat, and cat, And, and Kiala. Would she choose to stay there, or would she choose to be with her mom, grandpa, and little brother? I think if Inuyasha was out of the picture... Do you think she would choose she would modern day? She would go modern okay. day. But it always, mean, like, breaks my heart for Shippo when yeah. I think about that. Well, he also know? has Sango. He's, he's always... Like, adopted into the family? Yeah, because, like, Sango and Moroku don't... Like treat like, him badly. Do you think it is? It's just Inuyasha canon that, that Sango and Moroku are actually the ancestral line. For who? For Gome. I could see it. That's like one of my favorite fan theories is that they choose to build the shrine around the well. I could see that. I could see that happening. Sorry, I tell you. Like sometimes you know that fan between fanon and canon. Gets blurred because I've I've read a lot. But now there's like but okay so 
But if Kagome now lives in the feudal era with Inuyasha. Yeah. It's like. She is her own. She's her own family line. Yeah. She's her own grandpa. Uh, <laughs> so she's her own family line. Yeah. So, but who builds the shrine then? I think Kagome and Inuyasha Kagome then would, would. would build the shrine. Yeah. And then Moroku and Sango. It would be like upkeep. Upkeep. And... Or like that, or like whatever family Kagome and Inuyasha have. They're hojin. The traditional remedies. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! No! How amazing would that be? That's trippy. Oh my. Okay. Whoa! Throw a wrenches and all the ideas of Inuyasha Land I've ever go. had. Uh huh. So I'm here, Hannah. How long ago did we actually watch this show? Oh god! I was like a sophomore in high school. Like when it came out. Like when I started. Like yeah. Oh no! You were younger than that because I was younger than that. I want to say, it but was no, like I 10. think I think I know when I think I started watching it. I was in high school. Oh, oh yeah, I was like ten or twelve. I was young. Were you like, yeah? Because I started watching it probably in high school because that's when we all started talking about it. Because I remember when they started when doing in, the loops. Because that's when anime, I think, was starting to actually get big. Was when I was in high school, or like maybe late middle school, junior high. Because I was doing Sailor Moon in junior high. And I think Inuyasha came later. For me. So you were all... No one could see what I just did. We just did the... In the name the, of the moon, and... I shall punish you! Sorry. Uh, Christina you know B can do it better than I can. Did you see that uh, Dragon Prince finally posted that clip? And I was like, <laughs> it is about time that you post that clip. It was amazing. There's so many, like you just showed, like in that one sequence, all of the pop culture references they you make got, in that, that one like, sequence. One does not simply walk into Zadia. Which yes, and actually it's just like, you do. It's like no, yeah, we literally can. <laughs> so good. It's oh man, love it, love that show. Anyway, Inuyasha. Inuyasha. Um, yeah, it was. It, it's it's such a good show. I mean, like either way. It's one of those you're like, well, she could be in, you know, the modern era or she could be in the feudal era. Yeah. Either way, like, she has family both places. And I love the fact that her mom is just like, go. Like, go, sweetie. You know. Go do this thing that I don't really understand, but I know you feel like it's important, so go and do mm-hmm. it. It's like, I still I have soda. I love her mom. So it's like. Or she's just like, I know what you're doing is important. Or what you, like, what you're doing you feel. You feel is important. Is yeah. important. Because she doesn't understand it. But she knows that Kagome feels, like, super passionate about it. I just really like her mom. Has she met? Yeah, she's met Inuyasha. Yeah. Yeah, they've all met. It's like she, the, the ear noise. The ding, 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 ding. Yeah, like, clicky, clicky, clicky. Yeah, like, touching those ears. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like the same. It, it sounds like the same thing that they use in Hamtaro. Never watched that show, so I don't know. Oh, they're little <laughs> hamsters with big adventures. <laughs> No, so it's, like, between, like, character development, which I do think that they lack a little bit on Kagome, but overall, character development, the art direction, like, most of the plot. I wouldn't say all the plot. Most of the plot. Yeah. Then the dang music. The music is phenomenal. Oh, and my And you gosh. have something to say about the music, so I'll let you do it. K-pop. <laughs> Welcome to the K-pop corner. We're in the K-pop corner, everybody. Chogi-wa. 
So wait, before we go to the K-pop corner, um, this episode of the <laughs> is brought to you by our good friends over at Funimation. Do you, Hannah? You like you like anime, right? Obviously, just a little bit. Just a little bit. All right. You like uh, you like uh, that fruit basket thing? Yeah. Like uh, that Dragon Ball Z? No. Just say yeah. I like Bulma. You like Bulma? I okay. You like you like the Bulma? <laughs> uh, you like uh uh. Oh, you like that Yuri on Ice? I love it. You like that? You, you like that Free? <laughs> Haven't gotten to watch it yet, but I want to. You want to watch Free? Well, I that's do. perfect because if you <laughs> if you click the link in our description, you can get two free weeks of Funimation. That's fourteen days of Funimation. What do I have to do, Josh, to get those two weeks of free Funimation? Well, Hannah, listen, you click that link in the description in our show notes. You just click that link, or it's the same link on our website. Uh, click on that. It'll give you. It'll take you to the site. You'll sign up. Two free weeks of anime. After that, it's only five ninety nine a month. Uh, That's which a steal is, of a deal. Pretty. Actually, I think it's seven ninety nine a month. I think they they raised the price. Yeah, because I think it's on par with Crunchyroll. I think yeah. Crunchyroll was about seven or eight dollars. Or you know, I think if you or if you're Josh, you're gonna need five ninety nine because you grandfathered in. Um, but yeah, so yeah, then it's you know about seven ninety nine. You said which is not bad for I mean because you get subbed it's and almost dubbed anime. a meal at Chick fil A. It's almost a meal for less than a meal, a meal at Chick fil A. <laughs> You too can watch all the anime that your heart can desire, um, but you know you can check it out. You know, two free weeks on us, so you get you get free anime and you get to help the ASP. Yeah, so it's a win-win situation. So uh, Funimation and the Animation Station, you should be watching and listening. That's not the way the thing goes. No, but you know, but close. Yolo, right? <laughs> um, and this episode is also brought to you by Boxu Box, right? Otaku Box. Otaku Box. Yeah, okay. Boxu Box is the one with the foods. Which, if you're curious, is worth it. But going on it. to the otaku box. Uh, the otaku box. Uh, every otaku box has anime loot chosen, 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 chosen by the subscribers. So you get a figure in every box. You get a t-shirt in every box. Uh, usually a wall scroll and uh, three to five more anime items. Do you uh, get to pick or do they have like a theme each month? There's a theme each month, but they can go and be like, hey, we're going to be putting the wait, which figure do you want in your box? And you can actually go and vote on that figure. Oh. So it's like you get to vote on what you want in your box. Oh. Which is really pretty cool. That's cool. Um, they also have a, they have a hentai option available. Of course they do. If you want I have to tell you a few, little story about, about the hentai? word right. hentai later. Okay. Uh, it was last night. It was pretty hilarious. I'll tell you later. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, th- I mean, yeah, we've we've gotten a couple boxes, and there there's some really cool stuff in there. Like, uh, you, you the shirt's really cool. You get the the wall scroll. Um, I think there was a body pillow in one. <laughs> heck, how much uh, is the box? Uh, the box like for like, yeah, because like those body pillows are like sometimes up to seventy bucks depending yeah, on what you're getting. Yeah. Um, the boxes they're about thirty bucks, but. If you get the figurine too, that's like half the exactly. price of a regular so figurine. So they're, they're twenty nine ninety nine, but if you do the deal, if you do our deal, if you go to the website and type in code ASP ten, you can get ten dollars off your first two boxes. So that's basically twenty five dollars each, which not bad for a figure, a shirt, a bunch of other anime you go to swag. Hot topic: A shirt alone is twenty one dollars. Exactly. So. I mean, yeah, so definitely good. I'll break again, it down prices for you. I've been looking. 
And again, that's uh, otakubox.com. Sorry, theotakubox.com. Again, click on the little link in the description, type in the code ASP10 at checkout, get that $10 off. So, yeah. Always fun. Always fun. No, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, they're super cool. So we, we definitely recommend them. So you can get, you know, fun things. So welcome back to the K-pop corner. K-pop um, corner. Chen Yol has his uh, solo. Chen, and they did something and to Chen, his hair. Uh, poor Jumin is now officially no. in the military. As of when this comes oh. out, he is in the military. Yeah. He joined up. He had to enlist. He was at a concert. Did you see that? Oh post? god, when he said Please, let's like I leave. Okay, I have so, I have ten more nights of sleep. I have ten more nights of sleep before I leave. Please take care of my, my members. Yeah. And it oh, was yo. just like, oh my Jimin. My boo baby. Mm. Alright, so K pop corner. So what you K pop corner. Okay, K pop corner. Okay, so in in correlation to Inyasha, our girl Boa. The queen. The queen. The queen that slays. The queen that slays. Because um, if you need to know, go and YouTube's a song called Woman by her. Woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that song is amazing. <laughs> Especially oh, her w- entrance. Oh, God. When she's like walking. When they're Upside holding. Upside down. Walking up to- and oh. she's. Oh, okay. So when we say queen, we're not saying this word lightly. But she has been in the industry for 13 years. 13 or 14 years. She's 31 years old. And so she was like, I, I think. No, it's it's longer than that because she debuted she when, when she, was she was 15. 15, I think. 14 or 15. So like so, 17 years. Yeah. So she's been around for a while. And what's really cool is that one of my actually, like one of my favorite um, outros for Inuyasha is actually her. It's Every Heart. It's I'm not going to say that the other songs in this stupid show are beautiful. Um, but there are so many songs in the show that are gorgeous. But that is, like, a special one. And, like, she's amazingly talented. Like, first K-pop artist to do, like, a full English album, a full Japanese album. And she has, I don't even know how many albums out oh, as God. it is right now. Tons. I mean, I mean if you she's have been that long of a career, years. yeah, and it's like I feel stupid that I've just now like discovered her. Like, what song came out? It's like One Shot, Two Shot. Oh, that, uh, yeah, I think One Shot, Two Shot. No, Negadola you... is when I heard of her first, and then the next. The, 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 out. Yeah, the first one that you showed me was One Shot, Two Shot. But the first one I heard was Negadola, I think. And um, and I... she's uh, she's like all over the place. She's done anime. She's like yeah, topped charts in like, Korea. Uh, Japan. And I think she topped I think she topped in America at one point too. So like she's so talented and um follow her on Instagram because she posts a lot of really fun like behind the scenes like SM stuff at like concerts and things that she goes to because she's like like Schumann calls her. Like the conversations that they have are like super funny because they're like That's cute. Yeah, it's it's great. I love it so much. Oh man. Uh Oh, oh no, that's CL. Yeah. Who's the uh that uh that uh, what was it? Was it the baby one where like her background singers are singing? What's that one? That's CL, right? Or what? <sighs> Josh cut this. Because <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can think of like right now with CL is the Hello Bees. 
No. Hello, witches. That's the only thing I can think of. No. I don't think it was. It was baby. Just, oh, maybe. No, I'm sorry. That's not CL. It's Hyuna. Oh, baby? Yeah. It, oh, it's, yeah. It's my bad. It's the not baby, baby? Yeah, that uh, is Hyuna. And that was like, that dance practice is still to this day one of my favorites. Yeah, it's great. Because her like. Her just like dying. I really want to know that when her and Edon left. They took if those. she took her dancers with her. Was well, he my thing with those? They're probably under contract with Cube, though. Not yeah, with, not and with so like it kind of breaks her. my heart the separation because it's like I was watching. Um, did she get? Did they sign somewhere else? With Sai. Oh, they were Sai. They're uh, on Sai's label. Oh yeah, they can afford to just leave Cube. Yeah. And... Well, especially if Hiena's not going to let Edon flounder. Flounder. She's going to be like, okay, because it's like. The you. both of us mutually decided that we're not going to back down, but I'm not going to let you suffer because of this decision the two yeah. of us made. So, Sai Edon, Edon Sai. <laughs> like, welcome. <laughs> like, welcome. And because it's like, what well, I was on a Pentagon binge last night because, you know, they all, they compose their own music. Yeah. Like, Edon wrote Shine. And Edon Did wrote. He? Yeah. And oh. he wrote the next song, Naughty Boy. But that was when the drama was going on, so he's not in that music video. And then the next song, um, Oh La La, that's a Huey song. And somebody's hurt in that one. Kino. Kino's hurt. Yeah, like if you watch the dance practice, he's yeah, the redhead just... sitting in the front like bobbing his head. <laughs> yeah, I think he hurt like a muscle in his leg. So he was just out for a little, like, a little bit. Like, in the music video, he's, like, always yeah, sitting. Yeah, he's sitting. I noticed that, like, he's, like, in the background. They're all dancing. He's, like, in a or window. Like, or, like, yeah, in a little window in the corner of the thing. Or, and he's just playing video games. But I just, like, like love that they're still, like... Still doing stuff. We're not, like, like, completely cut you out. Like, you're still going to be, like, you're still one of us. Makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. Do you think, do you think them breaking the piano, like, in that first shot was, like, a... Maybe. It's like we're super like pissed off with what's going on right now. Yeah, but we still have to make music. Do they still play Shine? I honestly don't know because it's like not been that long. Yeah, it's like, since and Shine I've, came out, and, and I've then, never like, a heard few... a Shine. I've never heard Shine live past Edon. So maybe they. Oh, but it's such a good song. It's so, so good. but like, who would they have do Edon's part? The Motorola buzz at the beginning. Who would they have do that? Mm, oh yeah, that's tough. Chenyol. <laughs> no. Or Chen. No. Sehun. <laughs> Can you imagine it's like Sehun? Maybe. He could do it because I mean like, he can his his voice. You can like oh Sehun pop can him anywhere. Yeah, Sehun can almost do anything with that voice. Yeah. Oh, Suo would be pretty good. Okay, let's just all EXO. Would just be fine. Would be fine. Because they're all the amazing The one who would vocalists. fit in the best there, Baekhyun. He would fit in there like nobody's business. He would. He would rather be in BTS, though, I think. If he was going to join anybody, no, he if, would want to be in no, BTS. No, I think so. Because no, we all know Suho would go to Red Velvet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Suho would go to Red Velvet. Uh, Chen Yol would. Kai would join, like, he would build, like, a super dance team of, like, him, Taemin, and Jimin from <laughs> BTS. And, um... So when, when Jumin from BTS leaves, then Baekhyun comes. Yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> um, they're, like, all friends with each other. Yeah. Like, it's the fans who are idiots. Yeah, the fans hate each other. Like, the fans are idiots because they're all friends with each other. I mean, 
It's just stupid. Chenyo would probably join... Shiny, probably. Do you know, actually, there's a performance that they did years ago. Uh, Shiny performed Lucifer. Yeah, and Chen Chen's in there. It's oh. not Chen. Who is it? It's Luhan. Oh, it's Luhan? It's Luhan. I think it was well, well, maybe when Onyu was hurt because he had, I think, an accident. So, like, when you watch the one of one, that's why he's always sitting. Mm-hmm. Like, he had had an accident and he's hurt. Or he's, like, standing, but he's not really dancing. They bring in Luhan, and Luhan does the Lucifer performance with them. Hmm. Yeah. Dang. Do you know what they could do with Dio? Pop him in Dream. <laughs> put, him with probably, all, put him no, with you all know those who young fit kids. fit in with Schumann in Dream? Well, yeah, because they they're all the same height. Their brains <laughs> would melt. Because they're all fanboys. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, watching the behind the scenes of, um... You know where Chen Yol could go? He could go to Vix and do, like, really well in Vix. I was actually even thinking, like, Monster X. Him playing off oh, of I Am and Jokyo. I don't know. I think they have too many personalities in Monster X. I don't think he would Oh, come on. Well. Wan is not a personality. <laughs> <laughs> um... I know, like, we're just, like, throwing all these names around. Sorry, guys. Josh and I are, like, super yeah. nerds. Do you know who I've really gotten into lately? Qua. Mamamoo. Mamamoo's not bad. Mama I'm kind of maybe in love with um, Moonbull. Chanyol could go to Ace. Do you know Chanyol? Chin could just go off and just do solo stuff. Which he's doing. Yeah. He'll be fine. Because oh, he's an amazing vocalist. He can Who, do it. Who's left? No, Dio just needs to go do tap dancing. Have you seen his tap dancing Dio's videos? Dio's just going to go be an actor. Have you seen his tap dancing oh. videos from mm. Swing Kids? Oh, he's no, amazing. Wait, isn't, isn't he going to... Oh, he's going to do a farm, right? It's going to be farmer. <laughs> Christian Dio. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, that's Sorry. such a good episode. That, that, oh, my gosh. Oh. It's amazing. Sorry. So if you guys don't like K-pop, at least give it a little bit of try. Yeah. Dip your toe in. Josh, it took him a little while to convince me. And now I'm... Worse. Throwing all the information <laughs> at Josh. But uh, yeah, like, see, yeah. I, I started it down this this. He didn't weird understand path, the then, obsessive, yeah. obsessive nature of my personality. And now he knows. Mm-hmm. And that's half the battle. Now and he I knows. I live with it constantly. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so... So back to Inuyasha. So what would you rate Inuyasha on a scale, on, on, our, on our fives? Four out of five moon ones. Four out of five moon ones. Because of, I feel like... How much I want Kagome to be better. And maybe a couple other characters. But it's still, like, I think my negatives in the show are outweighed by all the things I still love about that show. So I think I give it, like, a really strong four out of five. Gotcha. What about you? Uh, Yeah, it is a a very strong four out of five Dipper Pines. Absolutely. Because, like, I love it, but there are parts where I'm just, like, fantasy. Yeah, like, plot, like, plot... There's some, like, super weak moments of plot. But it's like, I can ignore that. Because there's still so many things about the show that I still, mm-hmm. like, actively love. Like, I was just, like, talking about episodes here. Yeah. I mean, there's still so many episodes that we love. Songo's theme. Songo's theme. Songo's theme is One of so the most good. beautiful pieces of composition I've listened, like, I've still listened to. Yes. Yeah, I've had illegally downloaded <laughs> for a long time. And I still, like, I sometimes just have it on repeat. 
on YouTube on my phone. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, so definitely a strong, a strong. Yeah, this is one of those shows that I'm just like, hey, like, I know it's kind of old, but still go and watch it because it's good. Exactly. Which, I mean, everything's getting old now. Now yeah. everyone's like, go watch. Oh, like, Full Metal something. Alchemist Brotherhood's 10 years old now. Oh, God is. Yeah. Which, go figure. <laughs> so old. Like, go figure that that show's 10 years old. Like, Sailor Moon, uh, what's Dragon Ball Z's 20? I think this year might be... 25. Is it 25 this year? I know it's in the 20s. Yeah. And I think Sailor Moon is probably 25, too. I think so. Because I think Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon came out. Well, because like, Dragon Ball, time. you had Dragon Ball that was well before. That was early Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. A lot of our... Like, a lot of the stuff that, like, really got me into appreciating anime is, like, old. Yeah. Now. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, it's because we're old now. No, we're not. <laughs> No, we're what are you about? snappers. We're, we're not 30. Let's go down to the... So uh, I'm not 30 and a half years old. <laughs> let's go to the the, uh, the the soda jerk and get a... I like... So I, I like... Okay, so I like soda bars. Don't judge me. <laughs> I don't know where there's a soda bar. Shawnee, I think, still has one. There used to be... Oh, like Hamburg? No. The Owl Shop down on Main Street. The Owl Shop. Because I know that Delta used to have that really swank, like, ice cream bar when they first yeah. opened. And then they just, like, stopped doing anything Which with it. Which was so sad, because it always looked so cool in there. Yeah. They had blue vanilla ice cream, and it was delicious. Delicious. It, it was just vanilla ice cream, but it was blue, and they would put sprinkles on it, and it was delicious. What kid doesn't love sprinkles? Communists. Little ah, ah, oh my gosh oh boy all right so uh so yeah we've ranked it next week we're gonna be doing tenchi muyo tenchi um <laughs> i was just like what does tenchi say like ayaka he sometimes yells he yells, he yells leave me alone a lot. a lot um he does yell ryoko a lot Ryo-oki. She's, she's... He yells Ryooki a lot because, mm-hmm. well, Ryoko is like a space pirate and people are always trying to kill her. So yeah. there's a lot of yelling for her. Doesn't really yell at Sasami. No. Bit of Washu, Washu or Grandpa. Washu and Grandpa because Washu's always trying to experiment on him and then Grandpa's always disappearing. Little Washu. You can do that, little Washu. Yeah, oh, go, little Washu. Oh, when I was going through college, man, I needed two of those little girls helping me out. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Okay, so yeah, so that's next week. So get forward to that. Look forward. Get forward to that. Get yeah. smart. <laughs> I don't know. Josh, I need food. Yeah, we're going to get food. So uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, Hannah, where can they find you? You guys can always find me on Twitter and Instagram at red. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find us on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast. You guys always find us on Twitter at animate podcast on facebook and tumblr animation station podcast all of our episodes are available on itunes google play stitcher podbean mm-hmm. and on our website animationstationpodcast.com yep um be sure and uh, if you if you would if you would be so kind drop us a review absolutely you know. say hannah stop laughing so much exactly say like more k-pop corner less k-pop corner it's like stop talking about the k-pop no more k-pop Give Only us more, talk about K-pop. Give us more anime. <laughs> give us more 
anything. And if you have uh, any recommendations for the show, Absolutely. you can shoot that over to us um, out on our website, or you can go shoot us an email, animationstationpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll get more than that's how we know that people want us to do stuff. They gotta email us. Emails, DM. Yeah, we do the DMs. You can yeah. DM us anywhere. Slide into the... Slide into our DMs. Slide into our DMs. Go for it. I'm not gonna skip or sneeze. <laughs> Alright, so for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Hannah. Bye-bye, little butterfly. Chokey-wah!